Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm David Marsland and this is The Leader. More than a million teenagers aged between 16 and 17 are likely to be offered a COVID-19 vaccination. It's understood the decision follows a recommendation from scientists at the Joint Committee on Vaccination and Immunisation. Some under-18s are already being offered the jab if they have certain health conditions or live with someone who is immunocompromised, but this will be the first time the shots will be routinely offered. It'll be the Pfizer-BioNTech jab, and it is safe for younger people. The Medicines and Healthcare Products Regulatory Agency has approved it for children aged 12 and over. But will 16-year-olds take it, given the chance? Our political correspondent, Sophia Slade, is with me. First of all, Sophia, why is this happening now? Yeah, so I think there's um, certainly a number of reasons. Um, obviously, the big worry, I think, is a potential fourth wave. Are we on the fourth wave now? I think I think that would be the fourth wave. We're just hopefully coming through the third. Um, so I think they're a bit worried about a fourth wave in the autumn when, you know, millions and millions of unvaccinated young people, children, will be going back to schools and colleges, um, you know, from, from the start of September, pretty much. And that's only a few weeks away now. Um, so I suppose the thinking is, you know, that return to schools and colleges could essentially create the kind of perfect Petri dish for a, for a virus to multiply. Um, so it seems like, you know, I think it's a really good decision. Um, I, I, I feel sort of, you know, quite relieved almost. I think it's good when the government's on the front foot and it feels like they are getting on the front foot of this um, for sure. I think it's a good a good news story, um, and I've been quite glad to um, to hear that it, it's you know it's rumoured, but it, it's going to happen by the sounds of it. And again, while coronavirus is obviously a risk for anyone, this is more about uh, making sure that people aren't spreading the the illness, aren't they? Because those sixteen and seventeen year olds don't have any higher risk of serious illness or death. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly it. Um, I mean, you, you sort of hit the nail on the head. It's to kind of just reduce and get that transmission down. Um, you know, I think a lot of the, the sort of transmission that's been going around um, recently has been attributed to young people. Um, and, you know, even though they're not, not hurt by it, you know, it still has an impact. And, you know, it even if you're double jabbed and you go and see your granny, you can still give it to your granny, even if your granny's double jabbed. So I think, you know, you've got to bear that in mind as well. Um, and I think I think ethically it's just the right thing to do to treat children, you know, the same way that we're treating adults. You know, 
uh, that that cohort in particular, you know, the 16, 17 year olds, that that sort of age bracket, if we think of that age bracket the last couple of years, they've had their GCSEs cancelled, their A-levels cancelled, they've had their education seriously disrupted. I think they deserve, you know, a sense of normality and a bit more of a normal life now. There does seem to be a bit of a drive by the government and maybe others as well to get younger people vaccinated. We're seeing all kinds of incentives being offered nowadays, aren't we? Yeah, um, I'm not quite sure how I feel about them. If I, I'm not sure if I, I think they're a little bit patronising or not, really. I think I, th- I think young people do want to get jabbed. It's just you know a lot of them are just getting offered it now, kind of thing. Um, and I do I do have faith in our young people that they will want to get jabbed. Um, uh, you know, I, I think teenagers probably will. Um, you know, they'll be keen to sort of you know get life back to normal and things like that. I do wonder if um, maybe even parents might be a, a bit of a barrier um, to, to getting that their kids jabbed. Um, I don't want to make sweeping assumptions, but, you know, perhaps parents are maybe a bit more susceptible to sort of anti-vax stuff online. Um, the, the, the minister who was on the media around this morning, um, Michelle Donnellan, um, she's the university's minister, she was asked about, I mean, she was very sort of tight-lipped about the actual decision that, that's, you know, we all expect is going to be made today on 16 and 17-year-olds. But, and, you know, when she was sort of pressed about encouraging young people to get the jab, she was she was asked about this matter. Um, and she, she sort of said, you know, I really strongly encourage parents to encourage their children to have the jab because we know that the, the vaccine is the route out of this pandemic. And, I, you know, I, th- I thought that was a really, really sensible thing to say. Um, and, and I suspect um, that, that, you know, there might be a bit of encouragement on, on sort of getting parents on board, I think. And that's the Leader Podcast. Go to standard.co.uk for more on this story. Check out the live blog for breaking news. We're back tomorrow at 4pm. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.